This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hashtag dad advice from Jim Peterson, my dad, who said, cheer as loud as you want for your own team. Don't ever boo the other team. Don't ever boo the other team. And to boo your own team? Unthinkable. And the world of James William Peterson. So, A, I would never do it. B, with the cost of those things? Are you kidding me? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. It sure is. Welcome to Hour 2 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Changing things up a little bit from yesterday, as you can see. But the content's the same. The pizza's still the same. It's just the delivery box is a little different. Serena Taylor's with us, ready to talk hockey. Always. Of course you are. Uh, Hey, loved the intro there that Jordan pulled, the boys that were behind that. My dad, Jim Peterson, whenever I go to the rink, especially and I run into the NHL scouts, I always think of my dad because he's one of them. And they used to always say, how's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? How's Jimmy? (laughs) Jimmy not with us anymore. But uh, good guy. Hey, and, and I'm excited Everybody, to go to everyone knows you. I would run into human beings in airports all across America. You know Jim Peterson? <laughs> I swear that's true. Yeah, no kidding. That's the old guy who is watching today, uh, I'm sure, as we are live on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, iHeartRadio, and your favorite podcast platform. And I was saying to the Moose one hour ago, I long ago put the anxiety disorder to bed when it came to this show because it's I'm not going to worry it's like we don't have to be on top of everything. We don't have to be too technical. This is the view for sports fans. And so far, we've had Darren Moose Dupont today from the Canada Winter Games and PEI. Julie Stewart-Binks from Sportsnet New York talking with the NHL trade deadline. Not to mention other things. Uh, you're probably, a, you wouldn't mind talking about the Blue Jays probably at some point, right? I'll always talk about yeah, the Blue you're Jays. You're good. That's the thing. So whatever you want to talk about. Fire it into us here over the next hour. Serena is going to be with us for 40 minutes. And then Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio is going to talk. Like It's just a ridiculous amount of trades here leading up to Friday's deadline. Rich Sutter is going to be joining us on Friday. It'll be a football Friday, but Richie's going to join us to talk about all these trades. It's not going to be that dead yet. I want to read this text from Metal Shingle Guy just to get... But some of the guys have written in. He is uh, watching in YQR. He says, I'm at the dentist watching on YouTube. The Orlando Guardians are the XFL's worst team. Offensive line problems. Brett Boyko can't hurt. The XFL can change players overnight. CFL not so fast. Go Roughnecks. That's the breaking news from today. Saskatoon product Brett Boyko, former Philadelphia Eagle, offensive lineman, plus a rough rider in BC Lion, has signed with Orlando at the XFL. We'll get into more of that tomorrow. Perry S. Hockey, Shockey's the name, Hockey's the game, is watching in Lethbridge, Alberta, and he says that your attitude is critical in our industry. Has anybody ever accused you of having an attitude? Not recently. Not today. <laughs> Not in the last three minutes, but apparently he did. It shocks. He likes it. He likes it. Devin in Burns Lake, B.C. writes in, says, good morning, Rod and the squad. It's a plethora of hockey tonight. 
Have a good one. And from Jim Wagner watching in Balgoni, Sask, glad you asked. He said, good day, RP Nation. New people tuned into the RP show today. Congratulations. You're now hooked on RP for life. I like it. So you can write us as we go along, 902-518-3033. The Oilers, you didn't stay up and watch it, but they schooled the Toronto Maple Leafs last night. Was it 5-2-6-2? Moose said not a big deal. Of course he did. He's a Leafs fan. I feel like it was a big deal as an Oilers fan. What I loved initially, the very first play of the game, Ekholm was up in the play right away for Edmonton. I knew it would be a good thing for him, like I said yesterday, for him to be to start with the Oilers in Edmonton. It's going to get his juices going. And if you can handle that type of environment, you'll be good. But I think he did hot right away. It was interesting out there watching him like, it's got to be him because it was on my on my phone. He's the only yeah. big defenseman moving. Edmonton has neither big nor fast defenseman, so I'm like, it's got to be him, and he's he was great. Well, it's going to be fun here with Serena for the next 40 minutes. Allie in Texarkana writes in and says, Serena time. Loving the hair today. Kevin the medium. Kevin from Airdrie says, good morning or afternoon, Serena. You're a good friend. It's it's morning where some of you are. It's afternoon where some of you are. Randy in Winnipeg says, great hat, Serena. Isn't this a beauty? I get asked where I got this everywhere I go. What do you tell them? I bought it online somewhere like probably 10 or 15 years ago. I don't even remember. Rich in Edmonton says, always great to beat the Leafs at home. By the way, producer Clark, were you able to dig that photo up from the Edwards brothers uh, on the 902 text line? Oh, he's going to dig it. Yeah, no rush on that. These guys sent this in last hour for viewer takeover. I kind of feel sorry for them. Two guys from uh, the Queen City wearing their Leafs jerseys. Two brothers go to the order game, Leafs, and the Leafs get spanked. Now they're watching right now, and they're driving to Calgary, set to watch the Leafs and the Flames tonight. And Clark says it's coming in hot. He's got it here. Here it is. There it is on the screen. Gene Principe, they invaded Gene's set. Those are the Edwards brothers. Look how proud they are. Look at the... F- <laughs> Especially the one in the middle. I can't get them straight. One of them's Ed Edwards. And I believe the other one's Mike. So are they twins? You'd think. They look like twins. Yes. Way to go, boys. And thanks for watching. And thanks for sending the photo in. I told you this is all going to be a lot of fun. So I'm trying to just slow this down. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, watching, says, I have a hockey question for Serena. Do you think the Devils are done dealing, or do you think they could use a sandpaper guy such as Tom Wilson or Max Domi to prepare for a deep playoff run? Because they got the number one trade piece, Timo Meyer. So if you're going to do that, you'd like to think that you're going to go all in. Yeah, and those are two totally different guys, Tom Wilson or Max Domi, completely different players. But I hear what you're saying. Do I think they're done? Probably, because I'm not sure what they would give up. I think they kind of want to hold on to what they've got right now. But we've been shocked before. If I was them, if a trade makes sense to get a guy like Tom Wilson, that's what I would do. I would personally never pick up Max Domi. I, I don't know if he would fit well in New Jersey, to be honest, from the top down. But if they could do it, potentially, I just I think they might be done. I'm not sure that anybody should do that. I saw our guy probably watching right now, Joe Lazito in New York. He was tweeting and watches the show on Altus Cable. We're, av- we're available every day on television in Manhattan, Altus Cable provider. 
He said, Max Domi, red flag. He goes, I don't know anything about the guy, but five teams in nine years? Why are teams in such a rush to punt Max Domi out the door? I don't think anybody knows. You don't hear Max Domi being in trouble ever, but... He's always available at trade deadline time. Why is that? He was like P.K. Subban. Same yeah. thing. He really didn't do anything wrong. Just I, I would never want him as an oiler, and that's how I always look at it. If I was a general manager on a team, you got to cut your losses. And I don't really think Max Domi is that great of a talent that you would throw anything away for him. He's not. He's good. He's not that great. And Colin is watching in Ottawa. He says, I can't wait for Trade Center tomorrow because the TSN talking heads will have to do some stupid fluff TV to keep us entertained for nine hours of nothing. Uh, Randy in Winnipeg says, TSN's Trade Center will be a leaf loving. It always is. That's just the way that it is. And trust me, I get it since we went to television on Game Plus Network. Look at a map, people. Just look at a map. Population, I mean. With Toronto, that's why TSN does it. I don't think we, though she's from the West, Western Canada too. I don't think we ever didn't realize why TSN was the Toronto Sports Network. It was annoying though. I think we we're just so used to everything being based around that. But the reality of it is the U.S. and Canada are two completely different places. Canada's one big town and the U.S. is section off. You know, we have Bally Sports West. We have, there's about 15 Bally Sports Networks in the U.S. and Canada has Pacific and whatever sports net, whatever it is, but it's still the same, yeah, same kind thing. of thing. It's a lot different down here. It's just, it's all structured differently. So we don't see anything other than that. And by the way, fellas and gals, you think it's hard to fill nine hours of fluff? Watch ESPN sometime or any one of their eight channels in Fox Sports 1 talking about where Aaron Rodgers is going to go, which, by the way, the Packers quarterback, I love this. He came out yesterday and said, if you don't like my drama, where I'm going to play this year, tune me out. I'm like, thanks, Aaron. I did. We're talking hockey. Uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, I don't need to listen to TSN to tell us how great the Leafs are tomorrow. Um, we're going to find out how great they are. Look, a word on the Flames game tonight as we turn our attention to what the games are tonight. We've talked about the Oilers skating circles around the Leafs last night, which they did. Wow. What are the Flames going to do? They're five points out. They got the Leafs on back-to-back -back nights. This shouldn't be close tonight. I'd like to know why Calgary always gets the second game of a back-to-back -back and Edmonton has to have the first game. Wait. Beyond that, are we what go else? Are we going to the Gary Bettman thing again? I think that Toronto's going to come out hot tonight. They know Calgary is struggling, and Toronto's like, all right, we blew it in Edmonton last night. We've got to, we've got to make it happen. We have to. That's going to be a big game, I yeah. think, for both of those teams because if Calgary wins, that's really tough on Toronto. If Toronto wins, Calgary sunk. 902-518-3033, the number to reach us right here in the studio. You can also write in on uh, YouTube. I do want to mention... One other thing before we look at uh, two things before we look at tonight's game, the Capital Automall Universal Collision Center poll question today is who is the best remaining available trade piece? John Klingberg, Colton Pareko, Jonathan Quick, and who else? Oh, Max Domi. Was it Domi? No, who was it, Clark? Brock Besser. <laughs> How can you tell me we went back and forth on this all morning in our meetings? Brock Besser, John Klingberg, Jonathan Quick, or Colton Pareko? Yes? I don't know. You were going to say something. I don't know who it would be. I don't know who I would vote for on that one. 
they all have positives that they bring to a team, just depending on who's looking for them, who needs them. Ted in Red Deer says, it appears to me Max Domi is more famous than good. Just my opinion. Uh, from Colin in Ottawa, he says, as if, as if it only took a conditional first rounder and two second rounders for Jacob Chikrin. Still two years left on his deal. Pierre Dorian might have saved his job as the Sens GM. Well, listen, this is where it gets confusing. Clark was telling us this morning, and I believe you were privy to that conversation, that the owner in Arizona said, you're going to trade Chikrin and you're not allowed to take any salary back. That's doing things on the cheap. That's why they got draft choices. But a very interesting thing, and I'm, I'm guessing I'll see Jeff Chikrin tonight. Jeff Chikrin is Jacob's dad. He's on the Florida Panthers TV broadcast. I see him every game. And I was, you know, you and I were talking about how did Chikrin come out of Florida and be all that? And uh, one of the NHL scouts I saw in Regina said that his dad, I don't know if you knew this or not, flew him out of here to Detroit to play all this minor hockey. I did not know that, but I it didn't, doesn't surprise me. I didn't me. know it either. So, listen... Chikrin to the Ottawa Senators. That was literally, to me, that was the biggest shock of this whole deal. Any of these trades that you just kind of said back and went, what or why? That's probably the most shocking one. I Going back to yesterday, I was shocked that the Kings traded quick because I wasn't expecting it, but I think it was a good trade for the Kings. This one, time will tell. Do you feel that Jonathan Quick should be insulted for the way this has gone down because i'm seeing a lot of it now i'm seeing she lived in southern california for how long uh 15 years would 10 years would it be accurate to say ducks and kings fans hate each other i wouldn't say that for sure for sure Dodgers and Angels fans hate each other. It's deeper. It's, it's a, deeper. It's a dislike. Yeah. What I'm saying yeah. is even Ducks fans are going, ooh, they did quick dirty by moving him out of there. It, it didn't totally make sense to me, but can you explain again? You did yesterday, but for the for the people that weren't watching yesterday or listening, John Quick is, they'll retire his number, won't they? They have to. Probably. Like we were talking about it. When was the last time you know a goaltender that played 16 years on one team or a player for that matter? I can't believe he's already been there 16 years. I, I was shocked when they let him go. But like I said yesterday, it could be just a situation of a general manager is finally going, we might as well get rid of a guy before he retires. Look at Anaheim. They were going to keep Getzlaff. You can't trade a guy like Ryan Getzlaff, but they clearly got nothing for him, and maybe that was the mentality. Before we swing it around, that I do want to talk about the orders uh, because a question came in last hour about do we expect Connor McDavid to finish his career as an order, and I'm pretty sure that you have thoughts on that. But can you speak to our audience, which is predominantly Canadian, about Ryan Getzlaff's status in Anaheim and how I don't think you ever believed, despite rumors otherwise, he was going to signed with the Canadian team near the end of his career. Never, not for one second. Now why is that? Because when Ryan first started playing there, he was obscure. Nobody really knew who he was. He could go to the mall. It was one of those things. And then as time went on, he became the captain and people kind of really started to understand who he was. And he was just a part of that. I don't think there was any part of that team that was willing to let him go. And there wasn't even really a lot of talk about like, ooh, is he going to finish his career with the Canadian team? I don't think he's that kind of a guy. I think he's the kind of guy that says, this is the team that drafted me. He's the Kirby Puckett of base of hockey. 
I think he just was ready to finish out his career there, and that's what he wanted. They probably asked him. He ran that team, as he should have. It's just, I think he's just that kind of a person, and I really admire him for that. Uh, ran that team in with a lot of success. So when we come back, we'll talk about Connor McDavid and what type of player and person is he and do we see him ending his career with the Edmonton Oilers how does this season end for the Edmonton Oilers and whatever else you people would like to talk about you like the Ron and Don thing <laughs> I like it. seems to be going fine uh 902-518-3033 to text us here in the YouTube chat as always and we'll be right back we're on game plus television live across all 10 uh, Canadian provinces two territories and 31 U.S. states on your television and on the radio, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho. hi oh Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense laid back and kicking it let's head back to the studio here's rod okay we're good sorry about that false alarm and uh we're back live on uh, game plus television wqee game night here in south florida the nashville predators are in town and trust me we're going to stay on point because i do want to talk about Connor mcdavid and the orders but that is one of 10 games tonight pittsburgh penguins at tampa bay ottawa senators at the new york rangers Nashville at Florida's mentioned. Buffalo at Boston, a tremendous Adams division clash, is it not? <laughs> I can't remember. It's been a while. Uh, Seattle at Detroit, Dallas at Chicago, Leafs at Flames. Like, literally, the Flames are in must-win territory the rest of the way. Minnesota at Vancouver, St. Louis at San Jose. And Montreal is at the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Nate is watching in White City. He's written in on the 902 line, watching on Game Plus TV. He says, I would take a chance on a pissed-off Jonathan Quick for a playoff run. He still has some gas left in the tank. So I just want to go back to this for a second. People need to <clears throat> realize something, which I know they never will, but I've said it at least a thousand times 
don't think these are just hockey trades. And it's not just hockey. It's football, too. It's any sport where a salary cap is involved, Serena, as you know. These are financial decisions. So moving Jonathan Quick, and Clark put out all his save percentage. Maybe I don't have it in front of me right now, but it, like showing a declining save percentage for Jonathan Quick. Do you feel like the good times are over for him? What do you think went into this move for the Kings? I think that the good times truly were over after the Kings won their second Stanley Cup. Wow. I feel like Jonathan Quick has been stable, but I don't think he's really stood on his head for them. It's it's not that he was terrible. I think he's a phenomenal goaltender, and I, I do think he still has some in the tank. He's got that God-given talent, but he's super flexible, and he's all over the place. He's always aware of where the puck is. So, yes, he could make a difference, absolutely, but I don't think there's too much left in that tank. Yeah. He steals the odd game, but just yeah. not more often than not like he used to. Mm -hmm. I get it. Uh, well, well, I don't want to leave people hanging on this, and this is the last appearance of Serena this week. But on the Connor McDavid thing, it was John Ohm in Winnipeg um, last hour who said, do we really believe Connor McDavid will finish his career in Edmonton? Talking about loyalty whether it be from the team to the player or the player to the team. Look what the Kings just did to Jonathan Quick, a franchise great. How do you think the McDavid thing will play out? He'll never stay in Edmonton his whole career. Yeah, Edmonton has proven, and this is lighting a fire here, they are not loyal to their players. Even former players that work for the team are not loyal to the current players. We saw how... We saw Kevin Lowe shipped away Ryan Smith with absolutely zero loyalties. It's the same thing they did to Wayne. It's no different. And I think McDavid is also kind of like a Getzlaff kind of guy where he would stay there. I mean, the guy has been through, let's be honest, they've been underperforming over the last five to ten years with the two top players in the NHL right now. Granted, they weren't the top players at the time, but they've propelled themselves up there. Unfortunately, no, I don't think he will stay. Jen from the Four Seasons writes in. She says, if he's traded, it'll be another emotional scar, just like when Gretzky was traded. But it's interesting. The Flames have traded away guys in the past. The massive Dougie Gilmore trade, the Joe Neuendijk trade, got rid of Iggy. I don't feel the gash like Edmonton. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Because we talk about it in Calgary, these guys leaving. In, in Edmonton, they talk about Wayne every day. Yeah, but when here's the problem. When Edmonton got rid of both Wayne and Smitty, they got nothing in return. They were terrible trades. Terrible. So that's the difference. At least the Leafs got Dougie Gilmore and the Flames got Iggy. There was at least a normal trade that it's like a blockbuster, but neither one of, of the Gretzky or the Ryan Smith trade was a blockbuster. It was just a sellout. Yeah. Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, wow, what a shot coming from an Oiler fan. He's talking about you. But you're just going to say it the way that it is. Right? That's. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do here. Well, and. Edmonton doesn't make the listen, smartest trades. We brought up some things she doesn't like to talk about. Yesterday. You're not seeing the screen. Jeff, the Stamps fan, said Gretzky was still in his prime. Yeah, Jeff, we know. <laughs> That's why we're pissed off still. Still. I, I don't feel like I don't feel like I want to deal with this, you bringing that up. <laughs> yeah, come on, Jeff. Uh, Landry 
writes in. He says, Connor deserves better. The fans deserve better to see the top player be on the big stage. Well, I mean, uh, what, do, what do we deserve? Top what do we deserve? Team last yeah. year, like I can't. It's, yeah. That's not really. I get it. I get it. But just because you have the top two players in the in the NHL right now, and Edmonton has some some great active players on their second and third line. There's a lot of guys that are real that work really hard. Tyson Berry, case in point, not the biggest defenseman, but he works really hard and he was coming into his own. They play as a team, which is what the Los Angeles Kings did when they won their first Stanley Cup. They came out of nowhere and they brought it. Can Edmonton do that this year? Maybe. When they went to the Stanley Cup in 2006, they were the eight-seeded team. You never know what can happen. I, I wouldn't sell them out yet. Yeah, so you know, just going back to that loyalty thing. I feel like the Gretzky thing was 35 years ago. We still haven't gotten over it. That was the last day that I was an Oiler fan. But what do we owe each other in the employment world? What do we really owe each other? Jonathan Quick delivered. Somebody just said he's been paid really well for 16 years. One, two Stanley Cups. Do the LA Kings really owe him anything? Really? Does he owe them anything? I'm asked either way. Yeah, it's maybe he wanted to go. Who knows? Like, everybody's talking about, well, did they do him dirty? Maybe he wanted to leave. There's so much stuff behind the scenes when it comes to players, families, and whatever else that we don't see. It's not our business. Yeah, interesting. That's their life. Yeah, sure. And interesting, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says the Flames have also drafted terribly. Um, yeah, you hear that all the time. And I know there are people who are watching this show all the time. They tell me that. But look at Johnny Gaudreau, who has not lit it up in Columbus, but he's had a tremendous career statistically. Matthew Kachuk is the face of the Florida Panthers. Shocking. He was voted the player of the game by the fans the other night. Um, I, there's teams that have drafted worse than the Calgary Flames. Let's put it that way. Far worse than the Calgary Flames. But I feel like it's interesting that they're, it's, this is like the Flames are like, not quite yet roadkill, but have you noticed, Serena, the Order fans are looking ahead, Leafs fans, Jets fans to a degree, and Flames fans, and to a certain extent media, because I follow them too, are sitting wanting to say, where did this go wrong? They're there already. I think you know it's been I mean? like that for a while. Like this season, you mean, yeah, or for years? for the Flames. No, but I know, but this season? Yeah, yeah, this season. I think it's been, they've just, everybody's just been waiting and waiting and waiting for something good to happen out of that trade. And uh, it didn't really happen. And so there's been talk about it for a while now. Uh, here's one. This morning with the uh, Boston Bruins acquiring Tyler Bertuzzi from the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, when you heard that, you were like, whoa. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't. I was, like, do, they, do they need to do this? <laughs> Why not? I think Boston, like every other general manager, feels like this is our year. It's like the host team of the Memorial Cup. We might as well throw it all to the wind because look where we are right now. Boston's had so much success. They haven't been up and down like a lot of the other teams in the league have. Boston's been pretty steady, so why not go for it? Okay, well, now you're talking about things that trigger me. If we're going to talk about Memorial Cups and trades being made as the host team and them not working... The point is you can make too many trades. You said, why not? The Boston Bruins are the number one team in the NHL. Before today, they were on the way potentially to the best regular season in NHL history. So what I'm saying is why would you fiddle with what's going great? But they didn't make a huge trade. 
They picked up a player and they signed Pasternak today. Uh, they got Hathaway and Dmitry Orlov from Washington. Then now here's three players out of 20 in your dressing room. That's not an insignificant number. Oh, that's all that I'm saying. I, I talked about it yesterday. You weren't on the air, but I had one NHL scout tell me 25 years ago. He goes, I like what your team's doing. And I said, what are we doing? He goes, you're going with what you built coming out of training camp. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah, I don't disagree, but I, they, clearly they feel like a guy like Bertuzzi couldn't hurt them, and I don't think he could. I like him a lot. Um, Bren writes in, says the NHL has lost hundreds of millions, of, of billions of dollars because McJesus doesn't play for a large market NHL team. I, where are you, Bren? What makes you say that? I don't know where I stand on that. I'm curious what the definition of large market team is. Well, Edmonton's a million. Uh, Toronto's I mean, 8 million. But, New York's 14 million. And I kind of get it. I should... <laughs> we always like talking about Connor Bedard in this house. Or at least I do. <laughs> the Saskatoon Blades sending out a news release yesterday that they're setting an all-time franchise attendance record March 13th. 12,000 and change. And I'm like, you're not setting the record. Connor Bedard's setting the record. And by the way, they took it in stride. Because well, I was saying it somewhere. <laughs> but what he's saying, all the money's going in the Blades' pocket. Connor Bedard's not getting squat. The point, I guess, is that more people would go to flock to the rink if McDavid was in a bigger city. In Edmonton, they sell out every game. I don't think he's talking about that. I think he's talking about other markets, more exposure. Fair? The rinks aren't that much bigger anywhere else. It's not like you have you go. It's not like college football where you have a hundred thousand seat stadium versus a thirty thousand. Uh, Bren is watching in Abu Dhabi. Oh, how big are the rinks there, Bren? <laughs> I bet there is one. Is there one? <laughs> I bet there is one. Thanks for tuning in. By the way, I, I also got to tell you this: watching NHL Network a lot. Tell them please what they're advertising on the bottom right of the screen. I know exactly what you're talking about. Tell them, tell them they won't night, believe me. Friday night, they're showing the Pats game. Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah. But it says Bedard. Oh, yeah, Connor, Connor Bedard. Is on ice. On ice. Like he would be somewhere else. <laughs> it is America, by the way. Connor Bedard on bench and but ice. I kind of think, and you're from small town Saskatchewan, would you not think people might find that hard to believe from Canada, let alone small town Saskatchewan, that the NHL Network in America would be promoting a junior hockey game Friday night. Oh, the only people watching it are Canadian. There's not one American that looked at the bottom of the NHL network and said, ooh, good, I get to watch Connor Bedard. They have no clue. They have no clue who he is. Not to disrespect him, they just don't watch junior hockey. They have no connection to it. They have absolutely no clue. Well, you've been down here how many years? 15. Uh, is that what it is? You know better than me. You know better than me. I feel like there's the average Joe Blow doesn't know, of course, who Connor Bedard is, mm. but the hockey fans are starting to figure the, out, are they not? The, no, uh, the only reason anybody down here, hockey fans, which are completely different, it's a completely different definition than what it is in Canada, the only reason any of them would know is if their kids have social media and their kids watch and they see things on social media like TikTok, there's a bunch of stuff out there. That's truthfully the only reason that they know because like I said, they don't have the connection to junior hockey. Mm -hmm. Robin and Prince Albert says, but Ard will look great in a Coyotes jersey. 
Listen, after what I'm hearing out of Arizona, I don't even want that to happen to the kid. I don't know where I want him to go. Not Columbus, not Arizona. Maybe Anaheim. Uh, Terry, ah, true. Terry in Calgary says Taylor Hall went to long-term injured reserve. That's a good point. He is on their top line, so they're, they need something to replace that. But anyways, I could go on forever with you, but we're out of time. Scott Laughlin's lined up next. Any parting words? Nope, it's been a slice, It as has usual. been great. Thanks yeah, for coming on. Serena course. Taylor, our hockey analyst. Scott Laughlin from SiriusXM NHL Radio coming up next. We're live on Game Plus Television, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah, he's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. RP Show continues on this uh, Thursday. Episode 950 of your favorite daytime sports talk show is on the air. WQEE Radio, Game Plus TV, and, of course, your favorite podcast platform. Scott Laughlin, outstanding host from Sirius XM NHL Radio. Just before we dive into the trade pool, Scotty, I missed you at the All-Star Week because you know what? I saw you. You were too busy working. It was no holiday for you down here in South Florida, I noticed, Scott. Yeah, it's it's uh, lamentable for sure that we didn't get to meet uh, in person once again, Rod, after all these years. I, I was looking for you, uh, but as you say, I mean, it's a, a busy time down there. I barely got about an hour and a half to go to the Sawgrass Mills Mall to pick up a couple of things, but that was all I had. I didn't have a, a chance to get to the Iron Maiden Drummer's Bar and Grill. Uh, that's one of my big regrets as well from being down there. It's uh, it's all work and very little play, as you know, Rod. Well, you did a great job. I listened to it all. And uh, by the way, I'm going to Sawgrass Mills this afternoon. If you want anything, let me know. Great Under Armour store there. Hey, But hey, I left my satellite radio in Canada, so I haven't heard your take on trade uh, all the trades this week. So what is it, Scott, uh, up to today? Well, I'll tell you what, Rod, we've been around this game for a long, long time now, and I can't ever remember anything like this leading up to a trade deadline. This has never happened before. We had so much activity on a daily basis, multiple trades to try to break down. I think I saw a note earlier today, Rod, that there have been 13, 13 first-round picks have moved in the past five or six weeks in the oh. NHL as far as activity goes. You know how it works. It used to be, okay, okay, we'll part with a, a second-rounder or two, but you're not touching our first-rounders. Now teams are like, I'm going all in right now. Boston is head and shoulders above everybody else, and we can talk about the Bruins uh, being that way and strengthening themselves, obviously, with what they got done today with the acquisition of Tyler Bertuzzi. But beyond that, there's no guarantee, even in Boston, that things are going to work out in playoff time. I think a lot of teams believe that they're in there with a chance, and then consequently, that's why you're seeing so many first-round picks change hands. Oh, dude, let's, Scott, I could go on for hours with you on this. I'm bilingual in Canada's two official sports, hockey and football. And here, uh, even in America, the NFL, they're trading first-rounders, too. The GMs are going, they're unproven. Why waste the money? Let's sign vets, whether they be free agents or acquired, because they're proven and we trust them. Is that Has that transferred to hockey, do you think? Yeah, I think it has. And I think the obvious is, Rod, that we've seen it change over the years, right? With the advent of social media, with all the pressure that comes with winning like yesterday, 
I, I think teams are trying to do that. And I know general managers never, ever come out and say, uh, I'm going to take care of what I have to take care of here. This problem for two or three years down the road, that'll be for the next general manager to try to sort out and work out and perhaps even have to rectify at that time uh, as well. So I think that there is a lot of pressure on these teams and these general managers to get something done now. Like I look like a, at a team like Buffalo. I look at a team like Dallas. And they've been minimally active up until this point. I mean, if Kevin Adams doesn't come back with something, if Jim Nill doesn't come back with something more than Dodonov, I think that their fan bases are going to start asking some questions. Now, I think you have to understand and ask the question, where are we as a franchise? Certainly Dallas is a lot further down the road towards a Stanley Cup than the Buffalo Sabres would appear to be. But you still have to give your fan base at least the indication that you're doing all the heavy lifting, that you're working the phones, that you're going to go out there and add just a little bit more something, with all due respect, than just a guy like Riley Stillman. Wow. Fascinating discussion. And with the Leafs, by the way, is that why we could explain why Kyle Dubas has been as active as he was? And great trades, by the way, but he's he's making trades for his own ass. <laughs> right. well, I saw your tweet yesterday, Rod, and I agree with you 110%. Uh, when they were making all these trades... You start to wonder, have they done too much? Because you and I realize that general managers get criticized for not doing enough. Uh, he's standing pat. That can't happen. I think maybe you can go the other way, too. And maybe you fine-tune, you tinker with your roster a little bit too much. Now, we acknowledge that the, the glue of the Toronto Maple Leafs, the nucleus, the big four up front in particular, those are the players that are going to have to do all the, the answering of all the tough questions come playoff time. Can Austin Matthews be better this time around against Tampa? Can Mitch Marner carry all this great regular season success into a best-of-seven series with the Lightning? Can William Nylander build off the consistency that somehow he's found this season and take that into the postseason when it matters even more? That essentially is what is going to determine the fate of the Toronto Maple Leafs. Not all the moves that you make for the bottom six and the complementary figures. And at the end of the day, too, Rod, I don't know if they're going to go out and address their goaltending. Are they interested in Jonathan Quick even as a stopgap as a number three? If Matt Murray should get hurt again once he does return, are you sold on Samsonov to be just as good as Vasilevsky during the course of a best-of-seven series? All these moves are great, but it's only adding up to success if the big four up front delivered for the Leafs and if they get the goaltending that, for the most part, they've received this season. That Take a breath. That's a lot. But I'm with, you know, I've heard this quick to the Leafs thing. Is there something to it, do you think? I could see it happening just because I think these days, Rod, any team that's got designs on A, getting to the playoffs, or B, making a Stanley Cup run, serious contenders to win a championship, I think we saw as recently as last postseason with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Like, we all love the, 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 the spicy pork and broccoli story that Louis Domingue became, but there was a reason why he actually saw the Nets in the first place against the New York Rangers, and that was because Tristan Jari got hurt again and Casey DeSmith got hurt. You don't want to have to go three or four deep at playoff time. You really don't have a chance to win at that point, but look at Toronto's situation. Samsonov has been good. He hasn't been great, but he's been good enough to have that team up amongst the top handful of teams in the NHL pretty much all season long. But still, you wonder, can he do it at playoff time? If he can't, well, there's Matt Murray. Matt Murray is one game away from getting hurt again. That's what his resume says. That's what the history is with this particular two-time Stanley Cup winning goaltender. So you could do worse than to have a guy 
who is going to have his number raised to the rafters once they get through all the, the hard feelings with him leaving the Los Angeles Kings unceremoniously, the way that the Kings jettisoned him out of Los Angeles. Once they get past that, the 32 goes to the, the rafters out there in Los Angeles. But Jonathan Quick is that guy in the hole for the Leafs. Behind Samsonov, behind Matt Murray, I think it makes a whole lot of sense. Whether or not it happens remains to be seen. I just don't think that Jonathan Quick is going to be long for Columbus. Uh, to steal a line from, you know, Canadian uh, musical greats, uh, Trooper, uh, he might be there for a good time, not a long time, because Columbus should have nothing to do with Jonathan Quick for the rest of the season. He might retire at season's end, and then Columbus gets holding the bag on a goaltender that's never going to play again. So whatever you can recoup, if you're Yarmo Kekalainen for a guy like Jonathan Quick, I think you go out and get it. Ask for a third, don't get a third. Well, we'll settle for a fourth or a fifth, but I think Jonathan Quick is as good as gone from Columbus. Raise a little hell. We've got about two minutes left, and uh, Scott, sorry, Jeff is watching in Redmond, Oregon, and he says, I'm gathering there's a difference in U.S. hockey fans between the South and the North. WHL, US, uh, U.S. division rocks. Do you want to talk about that, Scott? You host a show on satellite radio. It's worldwide. Do you notice a difference between the fans down that 49th parallel or even a little south of those northern states? Yeah, I think there's a difference. I think what we've seen, and I've been doing this on this particular network, Rod, since 2005, so we're going on 18 years now, uh, where this has kind of picked up steam over the years and, and gone on from there. Uh, we've got a really great following south of the 49th, as you say. Now, you're getting the niche hardcore fans that are going to tune into us every day, every week. Uh, but we've seen, and the numbers would indicate to us, that when it comes to things like the NHL trade deadline, even things like the World Junior Hockey Championship, over the years, the interest has really, really picked up. Now, are there some challenges down there with some of the U.S. teams that we're seeing? And you kind of touched on it when you talked about the Arizona Coyotes earlier as well. You know, you, you wonder where they're going. Ultimately, they need to get some shovels in the ground. Whether or not they have Connor Bedard or Adam Fantilli or anybody to build around, Logan Cooley's having an outstanding season at the University of Minnesota. Well, they need something to, to grasp onto. The mullets to start. Long term, though, I think in a lot of markets, you do need that stability. And for Arizona, it starts with shovels in the ground. <laughs> you like a good mullet. As do I. <laughs> we, <laughs> Of course, we both had them. All right, Scott. Always enjoy our chats. I love listening to you, as you know. Keep it up and enjoy the hockey. You too, Rod. Anytime. Thanks for having me. Sirius XM, NHL Radio, Scott Laughlin. When we come back, a sports update and viewer takeover the rest of the way. We're live on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and WQEE, the key. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. 
You got something to say? You want to add to this show? What are you waiting for? Don't just sit there. Say something. Now, back to the studio with Rod. You betcha. And uh, it is overtime. Proudly brought to you by the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Your home for the UFC and the National Hockey League. And what a day it's been. A lot of fun talking hockey. The Flames fans are freaking out. I said it earlier with Serena. I'll say it again for those that weren't watching. But uh, they've performed the last rites. These fans on the Calgary Flames. And 20 games is a lot of hockey left. There's a lot of points out there to be had. They can't be buying in, I hope, to what the fans are saying. These are good guys. Kirk Kirk in Ottawa. Or sorry, Kirk in uh, Calgary. Kirk Sirota. He says it's been a disturbing trend for the longest time since the early 90s after the Gilmore blockbuster. Flames have finished around 9th, 10th, through 11th for almost 23 years since 2000. But boys, they finished first last year. Can we stop the crying and, and tell we need to? Um, <laughs> Jeff the Stams fan says that perfectly describes the plight of the Flames fan. And nothing but dead ends when trying to build a new arena. Guys, it's depressing. And uh, Swerve in Calgary writes in and says, this town sure is quiet when the Flames aren't in the playoffs. Well, you know what? March 13th, we're going to the Grey Eagle Resort and Casino. And I will say this. Um, I meant we were there last year right in the middle of the heat. Pardon the pun. And it was literally almost too much. It went... End of the regular season, end of the playoffs, and then in the summer with the free agency. And when I say it was almost too much, we got a lot of viewers in Calgary, Southern Alberta on Game Plus Television. Tell us, Channel 924. So I got people stopping me, for sure, right in the Gray Eagle, right at the restaurant, the lounge, but gas stations, grocery stores, the same thing. And this is where it dawned on me. The fans are the same wherever you go, but it got to be too much. Man, I want to talk about this all day, every day. I just don't. Up and down. It's too hard on the, on the ticker. Anyways, March 13th, we'll be back at Gregal. And it, it was so much fun. It was, it Swerve says, when they're in the thick of it, I remember when Rich Sutter walked into the Gray Eagle, who, by the way, never played for the Flames, never worked for the Flames. Rich Sutter, standing ovation as he came down the middle aisle. Clark, you got to come sometime and see it for yourself. And Rich was giving an ah to the crowd. People turn from their VLTs. Yeah, you get them, Sutter. I don't think they knew who it was. How about that? They didn't care. Got swept up right in it. And then... Psst. Oh, by the way. <laughs> Chris Lee says Vegas is going for Jonathan Quick. And how about that? How about that? Do you that? think that... The Los Angeles Kings was the general manager, Rob Blake, knew that when they moved Jonathan Quick to Columbus, he could end up in Vegas and the division rival, which, by the way, I meant to get to earlier, and I can't call it up here now, but there's just so much going on with these trades. It's somewhat head-spinning. One second, we're talking about Jonathan Quick going to Toronto, potentially, and now they're saying Vegas for Jonathan Quick at between 5 and $6 million a year. Hang on. hang. Thank God. It's soon going to be over. And when I say that, it's not because I'm sick of it. It's because of it's too much right here. 
And I'm very excited to get to the hockey rink tonight and chat with my hockey boys in the press box at FLA Live Arena and see what they got to say. See what Jeff Chikrin's got to say about his kid. Who thought he was going to Ottawa, which incidentally is Jeff Chikrin's hometown. It's a pretty cool story there. One of the 873 that have come out of this NHL trade deadline stuff. Uh, by the way, Connor McDavid joined Elite Company once again Wednesday night. The 26-year-old superstar became the fifth player in NHL history to have five straight multi-point games. He joins the likes of Joe Malone, Punch Broadbent, Alex McGillney, and Mario Lemieux in doing so. Get two goals and a helper as the Leafs dismantled, sorry, the Oilers dismantled the Leafs 5-2. We talked about Chikrin to the Senators. Still don't get that one, but that, that makes more sense than this. The Vancouver Canucks acquired defenseman Philip Hronick from the Detroit Red Wings. European cousin of Jeremy Roenick? What do you think, Clark? Philip Hronick from the Detroit Red Wings. What? <laughs> Clark, Clark doesn't think they're related. Yeah. That's what 23 and Me is for. The Canucks gave up a conditional 2023 first-round pick that they got from the Islanders for Bo Horvat and their own second-round pick in this year's draft. Detroit also sending Vancouver its 2023 fourth-round pick. Well, maybe something went down there, like what went down with what we heard with the uh, trade for Chikrin, the owners saying no more salary back. You know, they got a player, and they gave up picks for that. It doesn't make any sense. Hey, there's also a possibility Vancouver has no idea what they're doing. Have we thought about that? The Toronto Raptors tip off their five-game road trip tonight in Washington. The Raps went 8-3 and three in the month of February and look to continue climbing the ranks of the NBA's Eastern Conference. Toronto currently ninth at 31-32, and 32, three and a half games back of sixth place Brooklyn. but. All we really care about is the Atlanta Hawks. Here comes the Hawks. And they're off tonight. The sports update brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters now. Last minute of play in the RP show. In theaters now, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania in the film, which officially kicks off phase five of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Superhero partners Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne return to continue their adventures as Ant-Man and the Wasp. Played by Paul Rudd. And Hope Van Dyne. We're pretty much out of time. I'm just going to have a quick check here of the 902 text line. Everybody getting in. Oh, Ron in Calgary says, we need to give the Flames one more year. Dude, you're the only one saying that, but I admire your patience. Nate in White City is reporting Jonathan Quick to the Vegas Golden Knights. I'll wait until it becomes Facebook official, okay? And Instagram official. Tomorrow, Football Friday, but Rich Sutter's going to be with us. Sean Lemon, too. It's going to be big fun. Thanks to JSB, Serena, Scott Laughlin, and you. Who has more fun than us? <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.